Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hi, Craig. I'm Danny Van Leeuwen. I'm also known as Health Hats, and I'm known as Health Hats because I am a person with multiple sclerosis. I've been a care partner to several family members' end-of-life journey. I'm a nurse. I have led several electronic health record implementations, and I've been in the C-suite of healthcare. So I wear a lot of hats. Figuratively, for sure, and literally. Mm -hmm. I uh, Before we pressed record, we kind of got into the topic of how you see podcasting as being a very rich experience for you, like all the things that you get from it. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we started talking about audio and you mentioned blending, how podcasting being an audio medium, it blends together a number of different things that you already were passionate about. And I think it's super important to know, like you, you've also done significant amount of blogging and, and we also talked about how that's very unidirectional. I totally agree. I blog a lot and it's very one way and I get on my soapbox way too often. Craig does not need a megaphone. What, do you recall what your experience was? So you have a musical background. You're, you're also a musician. And when you started podcasting and you the first time you brought somebody else in and, and realized, I'm going to say, realize the power of having that second person engage in a conversation. Do you remember what that was like and like what sort of ideas came to mind from that, that opening? Well, actually, my first episode was um, it was the anniversary of um, my son's dying. And I, I had this video you know, a VH, VHS mm. video that um, my my boss at the time had videoed an interview with my son at my 50th birthday about two months before he died. Mm-hmm. And so I took the, I scraped the audio off of that video and then told stories about you know, our experience together, um, especially in his last couple of years. And um, so I didn't really um, interview anybody in that first episode, but it was like, you know, oh my God, you know, it's sort of like I, I you know, I held my nose, I took a drink and um, jumped right in mm. to the possibilities of audio. And I didn't really add um, music until, you know, a few episodes in, I have a cousin who's a musician and I was talking to him and he, um, I, oh, hang on one second. Okay. Sure. Um, yeah. Anyway. And so, um, uh, he, he's a musician and he, um, he did some work, he did some you know, created some pieces for me to use. Um, and so that was, you know, then it opened up my mind to the possibilities of music and, oh my goodness, I'm a musician and, you know, you know, just so, yeah, how to so do many that. things become possible when you, yeah. when you realize that you had, it, it's almost like, a, you know, a cubeville, like a giant old office space. So you have all these cubes. When you, when you stand up, it's like the whole, like everything is different. <laughs> they call yeah. that, you used to call it like gophering. You know, when you stand up and look around, you suddenly realize that you, yeah, the space that you were in these, all these parameters are artificial. Yes. 
what is what is the thing that's currently like when you're creating your show what's the thing that you're currently most curious about is it the other people is it the topics is it trying to succeed at a kind of communication is it well it's sort of yes um <laughs> i feel like it it shifts so you know, so I'm I'm in this business and um, I uh, of healthcare, and I'm in this uh, business about learning, and so I sort of follow my nose. And whether it's um, you know I meet people who are, or I know people who are really interesting, and so it's just the individual, um, or like right now I'm on a, you know, or I get on a, I get on a kick, you know, mm, for right. one of the first kicks I ever had was, um, um, young adults with complex medical conditions who are transitioning from pediatric to adult medical care. And I interviewed a series of people, the, the young adult or was a young adult a parent, and then the the two of them together. And I did a series. So then it was like, you know, it was like that was yeah. the the series, the um, yeah. you know, or it's about chronic pain or, you know, it's like, um, so it depends. Um, do you, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. You're a, a smart guy. You do it a lot and you're really clearly curious. Um, so one question I have is, yeah, how do you rein that in? Like, you know, there's only so many waking hours and you can only do so much stuff. So how do you rein that in? And I'm wondering if audio, like, oh, this has to fit in, I'm air quoting, fit in podcast. Does that help you? Like, well, I can't do that. That's a visual concept. No, 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 that I, I, that's never come up. But what has come up is that, um, I did, um, 145 weekly episodes and 500 weekly blog plus podcast episodes. And just recently I, I decided that, um, you know, in each episode, you know, takes from six to 30 hours to produce. And, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> so first I, I, I went to a, um, alternating interview and on mic episode. And then recently I shifted to giving myself two weeks to produce the, um, the interview episodes just, to. It was getting to be a, a lot, hmm. you know, just a lot. And, and so I'm really appreciating being able to take my time on the interview episodes. Right. Are there any other more time to play music? So that's good. <laughs> yes. The, the mistress du jour eats all of my time, right? I get, mm -hmm. I go way down the rabbit hole. Are there any other things like either systems or mindsets or processes that you use to sort of, you know, when you find a new possibility to sort of figure out, like, do I want to pursue this possibility versus continue, you know, like if you did a thousand episodes the way you're going now, that would do a ton of good. Like, you know, how do you decide whether to just keep doing what you're doing or whether to go in a new direction? 
I don't know. I just do it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not, that, that's not the kind of thoughtfulness that I have. Hmm. Um, you know, I, my thoughtfulness is more, what's the story I'm trying to tell? Um, that this is, um, we could be, each episode could be about 20 different things. Well, that's just yes. too much for listeners. Yes. What are the two or three that are really important? And um, uh, unlike you, who don't, don't doesn't edit at all, I'm a ruthless, or I'm I'm learning to be a more and more ruthless editor. Editor. Um, and and I actually really like the editing process um, because. I'm a person that the way my brain works is when I'm done talking to you, I will have forgotten the whole conversation. When I finish reading a book, I have forgotten the book. Mm. And so the editing process allows me to open my brain and store that information differently and, you know, appreciate um, what just happened. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that we talked about that. You know, it's like it's a new discovery. Um, and I do every episode, I do what I call an article grade transcript, which means that my, what I know is that at least half of my followers are not listeners, they're readers. And, um, I respect that. And so I started doing transcripts, but audio transcripts are not that interesting. Um, you know, we talk circular, we in fits and starts, it's not that readable. And so I do, um, I edit for readability, which has the um, additional bonus for me and my work is I have developed quite the library of material that, you know, I have, a, you know, we'll have a consulting gig and, um, you know, there's something that comes up. Well, I've already done the work, hmm. you know, and I can just pull that. And, you know, whether it's and the product is, you know, written auditory or video, I have the material. And so I've already done the work much of the time. Hmm. And that is really helpful. I'm Really glad to hear you talk about the written side of it because that's something I've started. Like I've done one out of hundreds of conversations that I have transcribes transcripts for, um, and I'm I suspect that I would get better at it the more that I do them. But I'm I'm thinking that that's a brilliant way to. Um, thinking like how to integrate the learning so it, it's tough when you're recording you're only, only half of your mind is in the conversation um, so if you listen to it again while editing that's one way to hear it you know to be exposed to it a second time but um, I'm I'm curious about so if you've written a bunch of articles um, what are you what are you thinking when you when you look at that transcript and you're trying to, I'm going to say, change it into readable materials. So you're trying to change the voice entirely. What are you thinking as you're looking at that raw transcript? Are you imagining the reader? Are you, you know, do you have like a, a that's not interesting enough? Or are you trying to make the whole thing be a coherent story? Like, how does that process well, work? Well, um, it's a good question. I, I hmm. Well, back to 
Um, actually, my process is I, I, I every episode has what I call a proem, which is like a preface mm-hmm. and a reflection. So, which is me introducing the episode and then reflecting on the episode. And I start to write the proem. So I finish the episode and then it's time for, you know, then it sometime goes on because I have quite a cue and, and I, um, I'll go back and I'll listen to the raw and then I'll write, I'll start to write the proem, which then gives me the, okay, this is, or I might start writing it even before I listen because, you know, this is why I did it. Yeah, it falls out of your head, right? You know, right. And it falls out of my head, right. And and it helps me then to shape what are, what is the story here? What's my story here? Like, why do I care? You know, why did I even do this? And, and I'm a storyteller, so I've got a million stories and, and, you know, so I I try to um, so I try to get a sense of why 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 this why this topic why this person, you know what what touched a nerve in me, and then I do my editing. Well, then I go through it, and then I I try to do like break it up into pieces hmm. and give things temporary headings. And then that's the way for me to be a ruthless editor, because mm. then I can take out sections. Right. You know, um, and then I go through it and then just put my editor hat on because I've been, you know, I spent 15 years as an editor of a, a journal and now I'm a, on the editorial team of another journal. And so I'm used to editing, you know, and, and then I edit, just clean it up. Hmm you know, and, and remove the passive and, you know, right. just make it more crisp so that when a person reads it, you know, they'll want to keep reading it. Um, so, yeah. So that's like what I do. Thank you for sharing that. I you know it's just me being selfish. I'm like, that's super helpful to help me you know, find, cause I'm like almost everything you're describing, like, well, that sounds really hard to do. Cause I've tried to do it. And I'm like, okay, keep, just keep doing it. I think, you know, it's for, my yeah, own, keep like, doing keep, it. Keep well, the it. other piece of that is that, um, I am, I mean, you and I met right in, in, um, uh, um, um yeah, TPF2, I was three right? or I was only two. in three. I was oh, in well, three. Then we met. Okay. So I was in two with Steve yeah. Hetherington. Yeah. And, and were you, um, I think you were back for three, like as a, no, no, I wasn't. Oh, no, I only did one. And, and, um, but, but I, and I, so I, all those, that's been like more than three years. Yes. And we have, you know, a weekly call where we talk all things podcasting and life. And then I host a every other week, like critique group where we critique each other's episodes. And we do two every week nice. or every up, every call every, so meeting, every yeah. other week. And um, so those, that's where I learn a lot about the art of, you know, this medium. 
mm-hmm. is with th- this, you know, small group of people who we've been, you know, working together for a lot of years. Um, because, you know, I see what they do and, and, you know, they're, they're with Steve's group. I'm the only healthcare person, which is great. Um, <laughs> because, you know, I get to see, you know, people and everybody's got such different styles. And so I, I, I steal stuff all right. the time, you know, and they help me work through, you know, dilemmas and answering the questions you're asking because they come up, of course. Hmm. Yeah. I think the writing, um, I, I'm just like so happy to hear anybody ever talk about doing the hard work of, of bringing like there's, there's an experiential part to experiencing the people on the podcast when one is listening. And then there's that other part, which is, okay, that's great. But now, you know, I want to get from that. I want to hang in my head, new information. And I think the written form is better for that. Even people who say they're, they're an auditory learner. I think they're, they, maybe they just haven't encountered enough well-written material, but I, I really no, no, love no. people have different brains. I'm convinced. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the, no, people just like my son's an auditory. One of my sons is an auditory learner and he's been that way all his life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he reads, he reads, he's a, he's a prolific reader, but I really think, um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I think that people, people are, it's amazing how different people's brains are. And so I, I feel like, you know, I wear all these different hats and my audience has many different hats you know so i have people who identify as patients i have people who follow me identify caregivers or as um, knowledge management professionals mm. or clinicians or administrators or policy makers and and so you know i i like to think about all those different brains and you know, I have this image of a shelf of bobbleheads uh, uh, above my screen, where you know, and I see, you know, there's Mary Sue, uh, there's, um, you know, uh, there's Susan, um, there's uh, um, Michael, you know, and I picture them as, and so I make sure that I am talking to each of them. Now, you know, you know, being a, um, you know, Rosetta Stone of healthcare, you know, what I say on my lead is that, you know, I know a little bit about a lot of healthcare and not a lot about that much. And um, the, um, but I try to speak to each of them. And that includes people who are readers, who I know are readers. I know that Sue is only reading me. She has no idea about the music that's in the podcast. No clue. Because she's just reading me and she'll never listen to my podcast. I just know. And that's all. But hey, she's been following me for like seven years. And um, so I honor her. Yeah, I think there's deep magic you've got there. The like I'm very intentional about thinking about what I'm doing in the audio part, but I had this feeling that if I was 
more intentional about going back through and like finding the pieces like you're doing that would serve a um, uh, a written learner, a, a, a reader, and then that would help me as much as it would help the people who are readers. So I, I think you're absolutely yeah. onto something and I, I'm really glad you shared all that. I think that's very helpful. Um, I don't know if anybody else out there listening finds it helpful, but I find it super helpful. So thank you. As much as I hate to say it, that's 20 minutes. Um, there we go. Here we go. That was great. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much you're, for sharing. You're, uh, you, um, you're doing a mitzvah here. So I really appreciate it. Uh, the, all the work that you do. So thank you. Um, thank you. I'm mostly crazy excited to see that people like my greatest giggle fits happen when people grab something I've created and then build, like do their own thing with it. Like, well, I didn't expect them to do that. That's how I know it's like Lego blocks. I threw the yes. Legos on the floor or on the table and people grab them. I'm like, yes, okay, Lego, this is a win. So um, cool. So anyway, okay. thanks for thank taking you. the time. I know how hard it is to schedule. Thanks, Danny. Yep. Take care of yourself.